Hello once again, everybody. This is the Common Sense American. And for the first time in a while, I am going to do a very positive podcast. Now, I know it's very common for us to, you know, complain and do the doom and gloom because a lot of it is what we see, especially if you're if you find yourself mired in political news every day. I mean, that's the sensation that you get. And I admit that I, too, have fallen prey to that and, and spoken a lot about so many of the problems that we have and how some of it feels it's, it feels very overwhelming to a lot of people. And, uh, you know, I have tackled many of the problems that face this country today, just like many other people. But I think today what I really want to do is explain to everybody why certain things we're doing uh, is working. Why what we're doing is working? Because everyone says, well, you know, we can we can be vocal about it. We can talk about it. We can complain about it. We can write letters to our newspapers and our congressmen and all that stuff, and nothing ever changes, right? Well, here's the thing: if you really take a step back and look at it right now, things are changing, and they're changing because the idea that the liberals are spreading, which which is that the majority of the country wants the woke, twisted ideology, has always been wrong. And I made a point of saying some weeks ago that it's one of the biggest lies that is being um, spread across the country today, um, the belief that the majority supports this. And, they, and because they've known from the start that the majority is not on board with this. They want to pretend and make it appear as if it is by cramming it down everybody's throats, by putting it everywhere. So it seems more popular and, and more accepted, right? You put it in every single form of entertainment. If you put it in every single uh, book that's published, every movie that's produced, every television show, if you put it in every news story, if you promote it on the front pages and pride this and pride that, if you, if you, plaster it all over a classroom. If you do this over and over and over and over, you are going to send the message that this is a thing, that this is this is very popular, that this that there's a certain percentage of the country, a rising percentage, that is is directly involved in this. Um, and of course, that's a lie. That they're they're doing this at smoke and mirrors. They're they're desperately trying to make you believe it. And some people have started to believe it, especially people on the left, when in fact there is a very tiny, tiny percentage of people in this country right now that identify as trans or whatever. It's a very, very small percentage. And it always has been, and you know what? It's always going to continue to be. Despite the fact that we are attempting to groom much of our youth into believing that they're not who they were born as or whatever. Now let me First of all, I'm just going to do a quick sidebar here. Um, I do believe in being educated on these topics and uh, before speaking about them, know something about them. So I went out of my way to, because it, it seems so asinine to us, right? It makes no sense at all why anybody would support like um, surgery on minors and why they believe that um, if somebody says they're a woman, okay, that's it, they're a woman and biology doesn't matter. And it just seems nuts, right? Because it doesn't make any logical sense. It doesn't make any scientific sense. And so I, I had to figure out what it was they were thinking on their side. And I found out one important fact. And it's one I guess we're missing. Um, but I find it ironic. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. Um, I, I looked up a little bit about this. And they said that the issue is you're not supposed to conflate gender and sex. Apparently those are two different things. 
Okay, sex is the the biology of it, and they admit that that cannot be changed. Okay, how you're how you're born, at least that that's always going to be the way it is. Gender is apparently a societal construct. Uh, it didn't used to be. I guess it is now. Um, their definition of it is that it it says, okay, you're a male or a female, so this is how you should be or how you should act or whatever, and that's that's what gender is. Okay, so because of that, that's subjective and, and it's fluid and it changes based on how you feel, right? That's that's what they're saying. Okay, first of all, it's a big pile of crap. But second of all, if they say you can't conflate uh, biology and you know biology, which is science, with society, which is what they're saying here, in that gender is one thing and that sex is another thing, right? Well, um, if you're changing the sex of somebody, which is what you're doing with trans, you're you're the one doing the conflating, not us. You're changing that. You're changing their sex. You're changing everything about it. You're saying it can't be changed, and you're going about and changing it. You are making it a biological issue when you do that. You're it's not you're not just simply telling somebody who was born a woman, okay, you feel like you're masculine today, so all right, so you know, wear jeans. That's not what you're saying. What you're saying is you're actually changing that person's gender based on how they feel, which is completely insane, first of all. And of course we all change. We all have different mood changes. That that's what happens. We're human beings. It doesn't mean your gender changes. It doesn't mean that you're you're, you're, um, and it also doesn't mean you're locked into one particular. We all know this. We've known this for decades. It doesn't need a term. Gender and bi and gender and sex are pretty much the same thing. They're trying to tell you it isn't. And ironically, they're going back and forth. And now they're being hypocritical and saying, "Well, we're going to change this person's sex." You just said it couldn't be changed. You said you're not supposed to conflate the two. You're doing it anyway. Whatever. All it did is prove to me that it's again more smoke and mirrors, more illusions, more extraordinarily toxic, dangerous, completely baseless pile of garbage. That's really what it is. That is completely wrecking kids. And if parents have any brains in their heads at all, they steer them away from this. But anyway, my getting back to my original point, the reason why they had to do this in the first place because they know that they're in the extreme minority, especially when it comes to LGBTQ stuff. Um, so because of that, they want to make it seem as if they're not. Well, to do that, they had to go overboard, right? They had to make it seem as if this, there, there are way more of these people than there actually are. I mean, if you came, if aliens came down and landed tomorrow and just looked at our, I don't know, our entertainment, right? They'd think that the country was basically 60% black, 40% trans or gay. I mean, that's what they would think. That It's so heavily overrepresented right now. Overrepresented by a mass amount that the majority, which is not them, is pushing back and going, this is not the way it is. This is not reality. It never was reality. It's never going to be reality. Nor, and we're not going to allow it to be reality because it's sick and twisted and will destroy a country. So they overplayed their hand is what I'm trying to say. Over the past few years, I am not, I'm hardly the only one who has noticed this. So because they've overplayed their hand, they've made the opposition, which is us, act on a hair trigger now. Now we are at the point where if we see it on a screen, we're diving for the remote. We're getting rid of that crap. We're dropping the book. We're bringing it back to the library. We're selling. We're not, we're not going to finish reading it. We're turning off the TV. We're not listening to this anymore. We're not going to Disney movies. We are not doing any of this. We're not going to drink Bud Light. And when we say that, initially, like I said, the boycotts, you know, as many of the experts, um, economic experts have said, boycotts tend not to work because people forget. 
Um, well, this has continued to be in the public eye, so that's one reason why the sales continue to decline, why Anheuser-Busch still has a problem. Um, but it, it, And that's what I mean. Take a look at it. They have completely underestimated the pushback, which they shouldn't have done. They knew all along that they're in the minority. And if you keep ticking off the majority event and over and over and over, then the pushback's going to get worse and worse and worse. They didn't sort of do a slow trickle on this. They just went full on. They doubled down on all of it and made it more and more twisted, more disgusting, and more in your face, more unavoidable for everybody. And that was a mistake. Because like I said, everybody now is overly sensitized to it. They're operating on a hair trigger. They're saying, if I even catch a whiff of it, I'm in the other direction. Which is deadly for all these people, especially who have to who operate on business. For example, Bud Light had to fire that the ad agency. They got marketing agencies and ad agencies out there that obviously for the past few years, they've all been pushing the same exact thing. They all have the same agenda. Now, I don't know who told them that this was going to work. My guess is it was just their woke professors that said, you have to send this out there. It, they kind of had a feeling it probably wasn't going to work in the long run. But so long as we could get the message out, so long as we could get the propaganda out, which is what this marketing has become, they're good. They call it social responsibility, social justice. You know, it's not about selling a product. It's about selling a message, selling a, a certain ideology. And regardless of if they lose money, they're willing to take a hit on this. They're telling the people in the business that you need to be, in order to be, you know, good and ethical and moral, you need to take the hit on this. You need to accept the hit you're going to take because this is the proper message that needs to be sent out. Well, they were prepared to take a certain hit. They're not prepared for this. They're not prepared for mega corporations just really, really suffering. They're not prepared for their stocks to take 20, 30, 50% dives. Now, I, it's, it's early. It's, it'll, it'll take some time for us to see if that holds. But it's certainly holding a lot more than they think. Okay? Uh, CNN, new CEO, Chris Lick. He's gone. He had less than a year. He's out. Didn't work. Could not change that. Uh, that could not turn around that ailing company, could not, could not do it. And now he made some strides that some of us will agree with, but the bottom line is they, they alienated so many people and they completely ignored the fact that they were alienating the majority of the country. And we're telling people exactly the opposite, that no, we're catering to the everyman and we're going to be real journalists. This is a big pile of crap. All they've done is propaganda for the past three or four years and they know it. They can, they can couch it in journalistic terms. They can give you a news thing and say, this is the news, but it's only the kind of news they want you to hear. It's, that's all they care about. That has been clear to many people for a very long time. Now, Licht tried to, uh, you know, he fired Stelter. Uh, he, he tried to bring in some, bring back some of the Republican lawmakers that the network had alienated. Um, and then he brought, of course, Trump on, which was it. That was it. That was that was the catalyst. That that was the uh, that was dead man walking right there. And uh, they just weren't going to stand for that. And it's proof positive that these people are not up for any sort of debate. They're not up for any sort of. They're they're not willing to listen to another side. And this is supposed to be a news network, and it's not working. And it hasn't been working. Their ratings have been terrible. Pretty much ever since Biden got in there, as soon as the 2020 presidential election was over, their ratings tanked. 
It's over, and it has been for a long time. If that, if this boycott, if this reaction of a huge percentage of the populace wasn't going to work, and it was just te uh, temporary, then they would have long since bounced back, but they have not bounced back. Uh, Disney's, uh, the only time they make any money is if they kind of avoid the woke as much as possible. And they're starting to feel that pain. They felt it last year. They had a lot of corporate insanity going on over there. Their stock fell by 50% in one year, which is completely unheard of. Um, and of course, now they got the ongoing feud with, with uh, DeSantis. Um, all, and, and all of these companies... Now, we're talking about the biggest companies in the world, you know, Anheuser-Busch and Disney and places like that. We're talking huge, huge companies. And if any, for them to feel any pain at all based on something political, based on a stance that they took, it must mean something very significant. It means that the message they are spreading is not resonating, that people are taking notice, and they are actively avoiding giving them money. Now, as much as they may want to support this little message of theirs, and of course, all of these people have doubled down on everything and said, nope, we're going to keep doing it. All right, keep doing it. Provided our reaction is the same, which is fine. We just won't be, we, we will not buy any of your crap. Um, then eventually they're gone. And they can't keep this up forever. They're huge. They probably won't go out of business, but they're, they're going to do a lot of layoffs. They're going to have to make a lot of changes. All of a sudden, a lot of these companies are reconsidering their marketing hires. Um, they've had, there's been some experts out there, including Elon Musk, who has said uh, many times that they have drastically overestimated the, uh, the appeal of these ads, the appeal of this woke crap. Um, and they have drastically underestimated the other side, the normal side, the people who have been suppressed and aren't allowed to speak and are, you know, treated like crap and treated like secondary citizens. Well, you know what? We can still vote with our wallets. We can still make a statement that way. We don't have to sit by and take this. We take notice and we act. And if we act this way in a free market economy, they are going to feel the pain sooner or later. And it's happening. You're starting to feel it. It's working. This is working. And what's going to happen eventually, I mean, and if, those, if the biggest companies in the world are feeling it, then any company that's smaller are definitely going to think twice about doing this kind of thing. Because again, it's a hair trigger. Target, Kohl's, right? Starbucks, all these places. They are figuring out that the instant this gets out, and it, of course it has to get national attention. It's got to get out there. It's got to get on social media. It's got to get some traction. But if it gets out there, there will be pushback and it will hurt. And you know what? With the sheer amount of options that consumers have today, the sheer amount of, of possibilities to live their lives, all of these companies are, are again, they're overestimating our, their, their, their power, their hold on us. If all we got to do is look for a few extra minutes and find the exact same product somewhere else, maybe from a company, a smaller company that we might want to support and not these people. And if we keep doing that, then you are going to see some pretty quick changes. Like I said, only the major companies 
can hold on to this longer because they've got, you know, endless resources. So they can keep pushing this for a long time. So you'll probably keep seeing it. But you again, you are already seeing them. for You're forcing them to change. If you can force them to change, then everybody below them is terrified. All the business owners below them are going, holy crap, This if this happened to us, we don't have the resources of a Disney or an Anheuser-Busch or a Target. We can't. We can't. Uh, survive that kind of backlash will put us out of business. I don't care what this woke idiot who just graduated from marketing is telling us to do. We can't afford to do that. We are risking too much. And there are a lot of people right now, a lot of business owners in this country right now who are saying that. And that's a win. That right there is a win. Because no matter what the left does, no matter how much they scream and cry and whine and threaten people, which is what they do, um, no matter how much they do it, they cannot spread their message through business this way if the business doesn't exist. And the business will not exist if people are not going to patronize that business. So what I'm saying is what we're doing is working. It's having an impact. Look around. The only key is this has to continue. It needs to keep it up. And it, hey, it's a simple matter. And the longer it goes, you know, any company that, even mid-range company, small company, they can only withstand a certain amount of losses. Pretty soon, they're gone. They're out of business. Or they have to completely change their approach. And you're, you're not going to see this for much longer if we buckle down and keep this going and keep these, these boycotts going and, and remain on a hair trigger and say, we're not dealing with any of it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I'm going in the other direction the instant I see it or hear it. That's it. It's over. If that continues to happen, they're in trouble because it makes it, it they, they have no chance. They can't get in our lives. They can't get in our brains. They can't tick us off. They can't, they can't push their propaganda because it's not working. And if it doesn't work, they have no business. And if they have no business, they can't sp spread the message. So they're going to have to either back way off or abandon it entirely. And I think you are starting to see it. You know, you are starting to get, you're, you're getting the idea from a lot of these people that, you know, Pretty soon, I'd say within the next, again, if this keeps up, within the next year or so, you are going to start seeing a bit of a reversal of this. You are going to start to see companies, entertainment companies, uh, schools backing off on this because it it's just it's too problematic for them. And, and, it, and it causes all kinds of issues, issues they would rather avoid just to keep people in, in, in jobs. And... You know, as much as they, this was a, this was a mistake, they made a mistake. Their mistake was to overplay the hand. Their mistake was to cram it down everybody's throat and try and make a, a society of 330 million people where and I would argue that a good 200 million find all of this just just awful, reprehensible garbage. It's certainly the majority. And when it comes to business, when it comes to consumerism, right? That's the majority rules and the majority has a say and the majority this. Hey, I said before the we're going to have a national divorce without laws, without regulation, without politics, without any of that playing any role, without seceding, without states changing, changing the lines. All, you're not going to need it because people are going to voluntarily pull away from each other and say, no, I am not dealing with that. And I'm not dealing with people who associate with that. It's very simple. So I'm not. That's where the national divorce is happening, and you're going to see it. And if that national divorce happens, and a majority of the people are one way, and a minority of the people are another way, then businesses can't survive 
by catering to the minority. It doesn't work. That's the point, right? That's why it's working. That's why it's working for us. You keep this up. Don't let off. Stay as sensitive and uh, as, as humanly possible to all of this. Pay very close attention to who, what, and where is trying to push this and run in the other direction. It's not hard to do. It won't really change your life at all. You're not going to be denying yourself anything. All this stuff is easily obtained from outside of the common mainstream venues. Look around, you know, and, and like there will be. There will be competition cropping up. They're starting to recognize that the woke isn't working. So there will be competition for all these companies, for entertainment. There will be competition popping and saying, hey, guess what? We don't do any of this. Come on over here. And let me tell you, people are so starved for that, they're going to race in that direction. It will be a stampede, land rush to get away from the woke. Because it's everywhere. So the instant they see an opportunity to get away from it, the instant they get a breath of fresh air, because again, it happened everywhere. This wasn't a slow trickle. This wasn't... Uh, you know, a targeted sort of uh, campaign. This was just a blanket attempt to completely propagandize a country from top to bottom in every facet of society. And it wasn't going to work when the majority was not on board because it just, it's too much of, a, especially because it's so far left. If it hadn't been as disgusting and twisted as it really is and so blatantly screwed up, then it might have had a shot. You know, if you were going to do this sort of campaign, you needed something to fall back on. You needed some science, which you don't have because you keep going back on that. You needed some sort of, uh, you know, a group of studies or something saying that this is better for humanity, which you also don't have. All we really have are studies saying that this kind of lifestyle is, leads to a complete mess. These people who embrace these kinds of lifestyles, their personal lives are a mess. They're train wrecks. They have a very good percentage chance of being that way. That's just a fact. And the more we see this, the more it's acknowledged, the more people understand this, the more everyone uh, goes the other direction, the more the, the powers that be are going to have to adapt or disappear. So in that way, it's working. You see what I'm saying? They have to adapt now to us going, no, just no. You can keep trying it. And by the way, we're going to remember. And if we see even an ounce of it again, we're again going to go in the other direction. You, we're going to make it so you can't do any of this. You can't even whisper. That's what we're going to do. That's what you've created. You've gone so far this direction, then we're going to go so far the other direction. You cram it down our throats, we're going to not even want a glimmer of it. Not even a taste. Nothing. And that's going to pose a serious problem for people who are in business. For people who, and for people who are in education, and entertainment, in the media, we're not we're not going with this anymore. Look at CNN. You know, they we're just not. You've proven yourself to be this way. You're not going to change. Well, guess what? Here are your ratings. Start firing people. And then eventually, bye-bye. So this is what's... And if we can do that with a company of that size, if you can do that with a company like Disney, with a company like Target, a company like Anheuser-Busch, that, that's what I'm, that's huge. That's huge. And it's, and it's making every single other business owner in the country go, oh, holy crap, we cannot risk this. And that's exactly what we want. So take heart, people. The things we're doing are working. But we, like, that's the action we always needed to take, and we're finally taking it. So stay on that hair trigger.
it's going to work in the long run, and they're running scared, and they know it, and there's nothing they can do. Until they start passing laws and say, you have to uh, patronize this, you have to be a part of this, which they might do because they're so freaking desperate, um, until that happens, you are perfectly free to say to hell with all of you. It's not hard to do, and it works. So that's it for me. I appreciate you listening as always. Uh, again, take heart because a lot of this is working. Don't just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, keep reacting the way you're reacting. They're feeling the pain. They know there is no light at the end of the tunnel. If they keep this up, they're going to have to change. It's great. I love to see it. And with that, uh, I wish you a good upcoming week. And I will talk to you again very soon. Thank you.